Welcome to the Restaurant Boss Podcast, where you can make more money, have more freedom, and actually start to enjoy owning your restaurant. If you're feeling overwhelmed, stressed, and just sick of the struggle, you've come to the right place. So here is your host, the Restaurant Boss himself, Ryan Bromfin. Hey everybody, in today's video, I'm gonna deliver what I call the state of the restaurant industry for 2019. So the state of the restaurant industry. What is happening in the restaurant industry and what's gonna happen in 2019? Stick around if you wanna see that coming up. Plus, if you have not already subscribed to my channel, please go ahead and click either on the icon, the Restaurant Boss icon, or click on the subscribe button. But don't even click on it, just go ahead and smash it so you can be a subscriber and get all the updates as soon as I publish every new video every week delivered right to you. Hey everybody, Ryan Gromfin here, author, speaker, chef, restaurateur, and the founder of therestaurantboss.com as well as ClickBacon. And this is the state of the restaurant industry coming up for 2019. So I've got my little trusty note card here that's gonna help me out because there's some stats, but really, there's three things that we need to look at as we look into 2019. I always like to do a review of the stats. What happened in 18 and what do we predict is gonna happen in 19? Then we're gonna talk a little bit about technology. It's really becoming a major player here in 2019, even more than it was in 18. And then we're gonna talk about boy bands. What do boy bands have to do with restaurants? Well, stick around and find out. So first are the stats. So let's go over some of these stats. So the restaurant industry grew at 4% which is basically what everyone was predicting for 2018, and it'll continue to grow at about that pace. However, that's a slowdown from the historical growth. Since they started measuring the restaurant industry in the 70s, it's grown at about 6.4% a year. So 4% is still growth, but it's a slowdown. They're expecting about the same 4% growth for 2019. So it's good that it's growing, but it's bad that it's growing at a slower rate than it has historically. There's another challenge coming up and that is the shrinking budgets of consumers. So in the United States, historically, consumers or your average ordinary everyday person spends about 12 to 13% of their monthly budget or their monthly expenses on food and dining. The challenge is though, that's down quite a bit over the last couple years from normal. We're spending less on food and dining as a whole than we have in the past. So if we combine growing restaurant industry, but a slower growing, and then a smaller piece of the pie or a smaller pie in general that we're taking a smaller piece of, we're definitely gonna experience maybe a flat or a slight slowdown next year. Even though it's gonna technically register as growth, to you it will potentially possibly feel like a slowdown. So that's something to be aware of. But there are a couple areas of growth that we need to pay attention to. The first area of growth is in fast casual. So think of fast casual as possibly like a sit-down restaurant, but a really, really quick sit-down restaurant. But really, this is more counter service that you're gonna sit down and eat at. So quick service is gonna be order at the counter, and take your food to your own table or get it to yourself. Fast casual kind of falls into that realm of, it's a little bit of quick service, it's a little bit of casual dining, but where I really see fast casual growing is gonna be where you order at the counter, sit down, and then service takes over from there. There's a couple of restaurants like this here in Austin 
that are absolutely crushing it, and there's a few others that I know of around the country, that style of service, that fast casual service is what's really gonna grow at a faster pace. They're predicting another year of seven plus percent growth in that area. However, off-premise growth is where it's at. Off-premise catering and delivery has grown at 37% last year and they're expecting it to grow even more than that, maybe a 40% growth again this year. So yes, those Uber Eats and those Grubhubs and whatever it is that's helping push this industry are becoming a big part of the industry. So you gotta be taking advantage of that. Now I'll do another video later on about how to best set your restaurant up for that type because I know a lot of you out there are concerned about the percentages. So maybe go ahead and put something in the comments here. Are you utilizing an Uber Eats or a Grubhub or a DoorDash? And if so, what are your thoughts? If you're not, what are your concerns about it? And we'll go ahead and address those in the comments. So go ahead and put those comments in there right now while you're watching. And we're gonna tackle the second part, which is technology. Yes, folks, technology is here. If you look back at some of my state of the restaurant industry addresses three, four, five years ago, I wasn't a huge fan of technology in restaurants. I didn't like kiosk. I didn't like self-service ordering. I didn't like online ordering. I didn't like these delivery services, but guess what? The technology is getting better. Users are getting better at using that technology and technology is here. So you better be embracing it. Like seriously, you better be embracing technology. If you don't have awesome online ordering, you better look into it. If you don't have any type of self-service or kiosk or tablet or something like that, again, depending on your restaurant, you better look into it. I have a few clients who've recently switched over from paper menus to digital menus. It's been fantastic for them. Um, just technology in general is gonna play an even bigger part of the restaurant industry in 2019. So what I've got here on my notes are ordering kiosks, online ordering and outsourced delivery are gonna be the three areas to pay attention to. Now, this brings us to the boy bands, the third part, right? What do boy bands have to do with the restaurant industry? Well, again, if you followed my kind of year end or early year addresses in the past, you probably already know what I'm talking about when I say boy bands. And what I mean by that are private equity investors are shaping the restaurant industry. What's happening with these private equity investors is that they're coming in with so many dollars because of their businesses. They're not just restaurant people opening restaurants. These are business people. These are finance people. These are New York West Coast investors who are investing in restaurants. They're finding brands that are doing well but need money and expertise to grow. And then they're hiring the best chefs, the best um, marketers, the best interior designers, the best exterior designers, the best architects, the best lighting people, the best music people, and they're building these like super restaurants or boy bands as I like to call them because that's exactly what a boy band is, is basically a producer in an office who knows music and has a lot of money, goes out and finds five or six kids that are all good at one thing, puts them into a band and then hires the best choreographer, the best stage designer, the best writers, the best musicians, and really those boys are just the front to a machine that's running behind. So your competition that you're facing, and, and you know it because you're hitting up against these corporate restaurants is getting better and better in the same price points. So we gotta be aware of that, we gotta step up our game. Here's what I'm suggesting. Tight concepts with clear messaging. 
What do I mean by a tight concept with clear messaging? Well, a tight concept is something that has a smaller menu, a very specific market, a very specific food product. Maybe it's a cultural type of food, or maybe it's a specific type of food that varies, right? You've, if you haven't, we'll put a link below here, but go watch a video that I have about, you could either have a wide menu or a deep menu, but you can't have a deep and wide menu. This is what I mean by a tight concept with a clear message or clear marketing or a clear story. Who exactly is your customer? And if you say everybody, go back to the drawing board. Wide concepts are going to struggle. The concepts that have huge menus that offer everything to everybody that try to appeal to millennials and Gen Ys and Gen Xs and Gen Zs and baby booners, you're gonna struggle big time, even more than you are already. Quality of food and service are gonna reign supreme. Well, you might be thinking to yourself, of course, Ryan, quality of food and service, we already know that, but no, I'm being really serious here. Like, your food has to be epic. This is the first question I ask when I get on the phone with them. I say, why is your restaurant struggling? They say, well, I don't know, you know, maybe this, maybe that. I say, is your food epic? And they go, well, I mean, it's really good. I'm like, no, 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 no. Is your food epic? We went so far as a client of mine, actually, they opened up a taco restaurant and they called them Epic Tacos. They deliver epic, that is their goal, epic. Everything they do is epic. When you take a bite of their taco, the reaction they want is epic. And I gotta tell you, they're doing it. And they just got investment because of it from one of these boy band investors from a corporate private equity group. So I'm telling you right now, is your food epic? And when I say service, I don't mean white glove, great service, but millennials and Gen Zers, as they're calling it, the next group behind the millennials, we know service and we want service. I don't need white gloves. I don't need formality, but I need you to be friendly and polite and I need you to be professional and I need you to know what you're doing. A lot of us out there struggle with that. And again, I'm not gonna get into it in this video, but I got tons of video on services and systems and operations and hiring but your food has to be epic, your service has to be on it. The best will do better. Sorry for the long video, but here's what I mean. We're gonna face an economic downturn. I'm not an economist, I'm not a professional investor, but we have been on fire in this economy for the last 10 years or so. And historically, in the United States and in the world, we usually only grow for about seven to eight, maybe nine years before we see a slowdown. We're coming into our 10th or 11th year of growth. Ever since the 08 crash, we started recovering in 2009. So we're coming up on 10 years of growth. We are gonna see a slowdown. How big is that slowdown? I don't know, but we are gonna see a slowdown. Is it gonna be this month, next month, this year, next year? I don't know, but we're gonna see a slowdown. And when we see a slowdown, the best will do better some are not gonna survive. Why are the best gonna do better? Because when those other restaurants, the ones that are just barely getting by right now are gone and they will be gone. Unfortunately, some of your restaurants are gonna be on the chopping block if you're not already. When there is a slowdown, the best are gonna pick up a little bit of your business. So if there's five Mexican restaurants in a community, one of them is good, one of them is epic, and three of them are just okay, if those three close down, the good one's gonna pick up a little bit of business and the epic one is gonna pick up a lot of business. Not all of it, but all those diners don't need to go out for those other two restaurants to do better. Just think about it for, for a second. If only a few of the diners of the three restaurants that went out 
end up at those two restaurants, those two restaurants are gonna do better. Because even in a downturn, the best are not gonna lose business, they're gonna pick up business. So strive for the best. And I know you're saying to me, of course, obviously we strive for the best. I mean, get to it. Stop setting goals and not following through on them. Stop saying you're gonna do it tomorrow. Stop saying it's my staff's fault. Stop saying it's this, stop saying it's that. Things are gonna change, get on it. I love the restaurant business. I love where we're going in the future. I love working with people who wanna be the best because they're gonna be the survivors and they're gonna thrive. I apologize for the long video here. It may have sounded a little grim. And to be honest with you, I see 2019 as a little bit grim for some, but for those that are crushing it, for those that know the rule for success, for those that are working with coaches and mentors and professionals, you guys are gonna do awesome in the future. Leverage the technology, study the statistics, know what's going on out there with your competitors and what's happening in the economy and everything around you and 2019 is gonna be a fantastic year for you. So set some goals, but more importantly, follow through on your actions, pursue those goals and don't stop until you've completed them. Welcome to 2019, folks. It's just around the corner. My name's Ryan Gronfman with The Restaurant Boss. If there's anything I can do to help you, if you have a question, post it below, and I'll see you in next week's video. Have a wonderful day. Hey, did you notice something in today's episode? Yep. No ads, no sponsors, just great training to help you make more money, have more freedom, and avoid the stress, struggle, and overwhelm many restaurant owners feel every day. How do I do it? How is it that you listen to all those other podcasts that have minutes and minutes worth of lame ads for underwear or other websites they're promoting. I don't judge them, but I choose to focus on you. I can only do this because you share my podcast with other folks who end up looking me up online, registering for my courses and getting amazing results in their restaurants. It's because of you that I can self fund this effort and you know how hard it is to do all this. That's why I appreciate you so much. So if you like this podcast ad free and sponsor free, do me a favor. Tell a friend in the restaurant business about this podcast and my website, therestaurantboss.com. It would sure help and I would appreciate it. I'm sure our community would too. Plus, if you could leave me a review on iTunes or post a comment about this episode on my website, that would be huge as well. Until next time, remember your success in the restaurant business is about your ability to create, manage, and master systems while developing your employees. Have a wonderful day. Thanks a lot for listening to the Restaurant Boss Podcast with your host, the restaurant boss himself, Ryan Gronfin. For more great content, free stuff to help you make more money and enjoy more freedom, visit therestaurantboss.com and click on podcast. Be sure to register on our email list so you never miss an episode. We'll see you next time.